When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the NFT Nation podcast. The most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. In today's episode, I am blessed to have Sherv and Art Donkey from the Big Bike Collective, and today I cannot wait to learn more about their project. The Big Bike Collective is an NFT collection that is building for the future. Not only does the collection uh, have great art, but they're also building the collection to be a community-driven as well as constantly giving back to the holders of the collection. So uh, after, without further delay, I would like to give Sherv and Art Donkey the floor to kind of explain themselves and more about the project. So uh, go right ahead, guys. Okay, um, I'll just start then. Um, I'm Art Donkey, uh, at least that's what I go by. And uh, I'm one of the founding uh, members of the Big Bite Collective. Um, our project is just is, is really fun, really, is all it's about for me. I mean, money obviously is involved in, in giving back and stuff like that. Um, Sherv is definitely, uh, my partner there is definitely more of the money guy and I'm more of the million ideas person. Um, what we kind of wanted to do with our project was create something a little different with longevity in mind. Um, we didn't want to do something that was just like everybody else where it was like copy and paste utilities and, you know, just give everybody, you know, another version of every other thing. Um, I was really important to me being that I'm, you know, I've been an artist for 13 years professionally and I wanted to find something that was really artistic, but also something that sort of bridged the physical digital gap. So for me, a big part of it is our games and, you know, and then all of our giveaways. That is a big, big way that we give back to our community is all these big um, giveaways and games with prizes and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not really sure what else to say other than that so far, but... Uh, yeah, just wanted to make something cool and different and have a lot of fun and have good art and have something that's going to, you know, build and be different. Absolutely. And, you know, we uh, I'll just echo those thoughts as well. You know, art, community and giveaways kind of like our three main pillars. And in this space, you know, one week feels like months. It, everything is moving very quickly. It's rapidly growing and changing. So, you know, we have to adapt, evolve, and learn. Um, and we, we're constantly changing, right? We, we started our ideas, kind of talking about our ideas back in the beginning of 2022, the beginning of this year, and already our, our, you know, our ideas have shifted and changed so much. So 
the basis of everything we do is for the collective that we have and making sure that everyone kind of gets their return on investment and you know we give back to the community with profit sharing throughout the uh the different cycles here so you know we're just we're, we're having a good time uh with all these ideas and the art and you know with the the collective and the members we have as part of it and it's been you know it's been a great time awesome that's great to hear that's one of the reasons why i wanted to uh have both of you all on so so bad is because i really like the what you're doing by giving back to your your all's community and i think it has a lot of potential mm -hmm. for the future of kind of just like the whole collection but Obviously, this since this podcast is supposed to be like a relatable look into the crypto world, uh, a lot of people kind of have crypto as like a hobby or something they do kind of just for fun and maybe just to uh, be in a community of people. And obviously, uh, talking before the podcast, you all mentioned how you have other things outside of this the collection. What do you, like? Could you all care to explain like what you do outside of uh, being kind of the heads of the collection? For sure. Um, I mean, uh, I've been a full-time professional tattoo artist for 13 years, um, going on 14. And so that's like my main gig, um, which is, is really beneficial. It's really taught me how to work quickly um, with art and how to be really adaptable and how to kind of read people and, and, and you know, the, the psychology of, of what people are saying and how to translate that into some type of artwork. Um, and I do all of my artwork digitally now I have for about seven years. So, um, that did make <clears throat> transitioning into this, uh, the NFT space pretty easy. Um, cause I already work in that way. Um, but I mean, outside of all of that stuff, I really enjoy psychology and spirituality philosophy. Um, I pretty much spend most of my time either being with my kids or, cooking or i mean running around and doing 800 things because i'm adhd so um it's a great time <laughs> yeah and i have none of that artistic ability so it's really a great partnership uh and i i outside of the nft and crypto space i actually i'm in finance and tech so i know the technological capabilities of what's here now and what's to come and also how to kind of manage that from kind of a business development perspective and strategy. So along those lines, you know, that's where I'm kind of trying to shift my ideas into this Web3 space, uh, but also bringing kind of like the real world utility and value there and kind of bridging the gap, right? Because we don't, we, we still are in this real world as well as the Web3 space. So just bridging that gap is super important and learning from uh, my experience outside of this space. Yeah, it's great to see that you all kind of have like a yin and yang vibe of the <laughs> the fun parts of NFTs and everything with the art, with the community, with just having fun with it and kind of expressing yourself. And then you have the side of, okay, not only is this just like a, a fun kind of group of people, this also is kind of like a business and needs to be run properly with the proper financing and everything. So that's another reason why I think this collection is going to do great. Or has yeah. it will do great, if that makes sense. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely appreciate that. And it, I mean, it's important, right? Because everything that's done in this space, some people just throw a project out there and kind of just don't put their full effort into it. But 
we know as founders that this, anything that is done in this space is here forever. Um, it's going to live on the blockchain forever. So kind of put your best effort out there and make sure that it succeeds while having fun doing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's great to hear. But since you all both have, you since you all are both working together in this kind of project, I think a lot of people would be wondering, how did you all actually meet or how did you all decide to start this collection together? Um, I can talk about that a little bit. Uh, so I started looking more heavily like into NFTs um, probably around about um, November-ish um, of this year, of last year. Um, and I mean, I'd, I'd known about crypto and stuff like that, but I hadn't done like a ton of learning about it. So anyways, I started diving into it and trying to figure this out because I went, you know, it's artwork, uh, you know, so I get to see all these cool pieces of art and potentially they could be worth a lot of money or I'm just collecting cool little pictures I like. So either way, I'm happy. Um, and then so I started buying a few different things and being a part of some of the communities to kind of find out what was going on. Um, and then um, in one of the projects that I was in, I don't know, Sherv was in there and we talked a bit and for some reason just just clicked. And it was he was one of my very first friends and. Yeah, I, I just, I remember, I would just remember, yeah, I just had a weird stoner moment one night and was like, man, I have this crazy idea and I have a few crazy ideas. Maybe I have a million crazy ideas. I need to tell somebody and no one in my real life has any idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> so um, I need to find someone I can talk to about this. So I went looking and uh, he was one of the, one of the first people I talked to and it just, it just made sense because of that, 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 you know, polar opposite kind of, you know, brain where I'm all, you know, clouds and sunshine and rainbows and Sherv's like, Hey, remember we have to stand on the ground cause you'll fall from up there. So, um, <laughs> yeah. so it's, it's worked out really well. And that's uh, kind of where we started. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why so many people are drawn to NFT, many different NFT collections, because especially with the community aspect, there's a lot of it, like especially myself, I've had this experience where you try to talk to people, maybe your peers that you kind of go to school with or you like see on it every day. And you try to explain to them like everything, like what you're into and like what it really means. And it's weird to say that strangers on the Internet, like you have fun, like talking to them with, with in Discord communities because you share, share the same interests, if that makes sense. So I think that's another reason why. NFT collections have a lot of potential just because they bring so many people together. Absolutely. Yep. Like with Definitely. that kind, of, or with that in mind, with just like your experience with NFTs and everything, do um, one of y'all can take this question? It really doesn't matter. But what, what's your kind of first experience with crypto? How did you first get introduced to it? Oh man, um, <laughs> with crypto in general, I think back in. I started exploring the space, I think, in 2017 or 2018. And actually, back then, I bought a bunch of Ethereum um, and kind of forgot about it and went back, I think, in 2020 or 2021 and realized that that website that I bought it on was actually a, uh, a scam mm-hmm. inside into crypto. I knew, though, back then that it had potential, right? And that kind of started me thinking about it in a different sense and you know through the years i saw it grow and grow obviously you know 
I just dove head first, started buying up some projects and obviously not the best way to do it without doing your full research. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, that's the, the first way I got into it. I started buying into some projects, learning about Discord a little more, um, how people market these on Twitter, uh, different socials, looking at roadmaps, things like that. Um, so yeah, it was, a, it was, it was a couple of years between crypto when I first got into crypto and NFTs, but it was, a it was a really interesting ride and I'm, I'm really happy where I am now. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, kind of with that in mind, do you care to share maybe your first NFT you ever minted or bought? Oh, the blueprint, but it was a robot. Yeah. I still Ooh. have it. It's on Ethereum. I still have, it. it's not really worth anything, but I still have it. That, that's one of the things about like, especially with blockchain and everything, you can always, you can always look back and see like, what was your first experience or whatever? Cause it stays there. If that makes sense. So it's kind of like, like a cool memento. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. They're internet tattoos. Oh, exactly. I'm going to start using that now. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start using that in, in future podcast episodes. That's so true. <laughs> That's awesome. Was there anything like that really moved you to keep working? In- yeah. Um, just the potential and kind of all the different ideas I was seeing uh, with NFTs, the the visual aspect first and foremost, because the first thing you see, but then you can start digging into who's developing this project, who's working behind the scenes, and then also what the utility is, right? Um, there's just so many different things you can do with in this space and a lot of people a lot of projects i see are going straight for the metaverse things like that um but you know i think the community aspect is one of the if not biggest aspects and priorities that you know in in this space i think seeing seeing how much it brings everyone together and the conversations you have in there and friends you make along the way is just it's it's unlike anything else and it's 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 pretty crazy i mean that's how we started this project right we started our donkey and i just met on a different project and we started discussing ideas of how to make something that we both really enjoyed and what everyone else would too so yeah that that the community and and the art and you know just the potential is for me those are kind of like the biggest things I think when you look at NFTs uh, in a whole, uh, I mean, at crypto too, especially, yeah, crypto in general, but like NFTs too, it, it's, it's not, it's, they're, they're worth, they're not worth anything unless you think they are. So the people really matter um, yep. in this space because like, it's not like it's based off of, oh, if I, if I make a gold statue you know, the, the base of that price is still the weight of the gold, right? Whereas like, these are transactions digitally done. So I mean, essentially, if you just throw it out there, it's not necessarily worth anything unless someone looks at it and goes, that's worth something to me. So um, if you're not building your community to feel like your project is valuable, then it's not going to be. So if anyone thinks that community isn't important in this, they're, well, they're not going to really figure anything out, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, I just want to add on to that. Like, there's a lot of projects that are kind of hype machines and build up this thousands and thousands of member Discord count and don't really have any substance in their Discords. But 
you know, when you hype a project up that much, you're bound to sell some and then kind of fall off a cliff where we want to sustain the growth within our collective and just continue that on. It might be a little slower um, and, and that's totally fine with us, right? We want to make sure that it's a, a really good community for for our project. You know, we don't want to just give art to any old holder out there. We want to give it to the holders that we value the most and that our collective values the most. And that's that's really important for us. Yeah, that's perfect. Like I, pretty much everything you just said is honestly music to my ears, especially when I try to give uh, like a relatable look into the whole crypto world. I try to explain my best that it's kind of, it's similar to beauties in the eye of the beholder. If you think like the JPEG technically isn't worth anything, but it's what like each member of the community believes. Just like our donkey said, if, if, the, if the faith isn't there, the project won't survive. And kind of on that uh, same wavelength with like when you all were starting the collection or kind of brainstorming it, what were your kind of main uh, values or core ideas like of what you wanted the project to be? Um, there was always, I mean, for me, it was always a big part of it was to have some connection, um, in the real world and have something physical, um, being produced alongside the digital, um, you know, NFT collections, you know, and, and possible apps and, and, and things in the future that again, back all of our games. Um, you know, I see where, you know, we take all of the games that we play, um, on our discord channel and, you know, in apps and stuff in the future and, and make a physical game like counterpart, um, to that, um, and have things play back and forth. You know, there could be collections where, um, to get a particular NFT in, in, you know, within our, our collective, you have to have bought, you know, this physical game that we made. Um, that we produce. And if you buy one of those there, you know, then you get um, a code or you get a, a token essentially that allows you to go and get one of those um, NFTs. Um, and then of course there'll be other benefits to having that. It's always been about um, the synergy and the back and forth play between, you know, real life things giving value to our digital NFTs and our digital NFTs giving value to those physical um, production uh, merchandise and things like that. Um, so, I mean, now, right now already, I mean, we've got a few small things. We've got our stickers and we just got, um, 3d printed, um, sharks that are going to be given away and sold. Um, but I mean, as soon as we have, um, our bigger collection rolling and stuff like that, we'll start production on some of our, um, our other games like card shark, um, are basically twisted cool version of Texas Hold'em poker. Um, I have plans and how to make that a really cool physical game with, a cool mat you play on and like, you know, having rarity on the cards like we do in our digital version of the game and stuff like that. So. Yep. Yeah. And, the, and that, um, that, that also, that also fits into the return on investment and profit sharing for our community. Right. So you, uh, no one wants to mint an NFT and just have it sit there with no value and nothing to look forward to. Right. So, you if you mint one of our cards right now that's that was our first mint if you minted one of the cards you buy it on secondary you can stake it and when you stake it you can earn uh, a token that 
just gets you know it gets built up over time and you can use that to buy more things down the road like our doctor was saying so that return on investment yep exactly merchandise and you know games things like that um it's a big return on investment for our collective and we also have you know that and profit sharing we have ideas for profit sharing in the future as well with our bigger mints yeah awesome that's uh all the details you love to see especially with the um, project that has big ambitions. I'm great. I'm happy to hear that you all are actually building towards um, those kind of uh, dreams, if that makes sense. But yep. before we kind of go into a deep dive of the of the collection and everything it has to offer, do you all care to kind of explain? Um, obviously, if the viewers want to learn more about it, I'll have some links in the description to check out the the collection and everything. Do you all care to kind of explain the art? behind the collection maybe some inspiration like why is it um the big bike collective if that makes sense uh so one of the one of the reasons why we didn't go with you know something like everybody else seems to have done so far you know it'll be apes or it'll be wolves or it'll be moose or it'll be fish or whatever the the character is but the the project name is always very specific to a character. Um, and one of the things I wanted out of this was to not do the exact same character over and over again, again, like not a new version of another shark or whatever. Um, our first, you know, season one, episode one, um, NFT is, you know, sharks. Um, but that doesn't mean that they will all be sharks. The next one is going to be something different and the next one will be something different. Um, which is to play into our plans with the comic and cartoon um, being sort of a, the only way to describe it is an adult version of Zootopia. Um, so I want to fill that cast out with different animals. Um, and so each collection will be another character in that comic or cartoon. Um, so the, we were looking for a name that allowed us to not be just stuck to one um, character um, and because we wanted to do animals it just kind of it fell into place we threw around about 8 million ideas for names um, and this one just worked yeah awesome uh, I, re I really about this project I can tell there's something kind of different with the art obviously they are just JPEGs and the community has a lot to do with the success and kind of especially with the profit sharing and everything that has a lot to do with the uh, future success and growth of the community but i can tell even with the art like people are kind of get excited about it people i like that it's unique it doesn't feel auto generated and everything like that like i can tell there's actually like a, a kind of like a, a person behind it thinking and caring about the uh what's actually being created if that makes sense like what is being minted not just something um, basic like uh just a, a character like, with a hat or whatever, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel like this may be a really good opportunity um, and uh, feel free to disagree, sure. But uh, I mean, why not tell people in this spot? Um, yeah. We actually, if you've, if you've seen um, our, our shorks, um, the shorks that are on our card shorks um, and any of the sneak peeks that we've showed so far, um, so I'm a perfectionist uh, when it comes to artwork. Um, and so I drew those um, months ago now. Um, and I've done a lot of artwork for other projects. Um, one of our partner projects, Den Dapper, I did their artwork. And I've done artwork for a bunch of people now. 
Um, and I've learned a lot. And so, um, over the last little while I've been looking at that art and, um, I realized I could do it better. Uh, so there is actually a redesign being done and everybody should, uh, keep their eyes peeled for when I start actually showing those. You beat me to the punch. I was actually, I was going to say, <laughs> uh, we, we not on the same page. <laughs> yeah. Always on the same page. And I was going to say, you know, Art Donkey is one of the premier artists in the space who has worked on multiple projects. Um, people might not know that right off the bat, but as you know, I've seen a lot of the projects he's worked on. It's, it's more and more, it just becomes better and better. Right. And <laughs> he's a perfectionist, like you said, and I saw a sneak peek of the next generation of the art and it, it just, it blew me, it, it blew me out of the water. I mean, it was, it was crazy. It was, it, it's, it gets, it gets me excited to keep building this and um, I'm looking forward to showing it to the, the collective as well. I mean, everyone's going to really like it. It's totally different. It's, it's, it's really nice. That's, that's all I can say. I'm kind of speechless about it, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's what I, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, but that's kind of a, a good metaphor even for the whole project between me and Sherv is kind of like, you know, I, I always want to be able to give my best, um, to our members because that's what they deserve for me. So I guess if that means I completely redesign a collection before we launch it, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For especially, or I'm really excited about the future of the artwork but also if any of the viewers just enjoy seeing good art every now and then especially on social media feel free to follow uh art donkey on twitter and instagram or sorry is it just twitter i have or... twitter um i have uh like a tattoo instagram um oh, okay. but, uh, yeah i don't have a one for this yeah if you want if anyone wants to see some great artwork on twitter feel free to follow his twitter it's a uh, it's a great thing. I enjoy scrolling through my timeline and seeing some uh, good art. But kind of with and, that, or sorry. Uh, and also hop in the Discord too. You know, we have a lot of sneak peeks in there. Um, not only just static images, there's also videos that are that are really exciting to see, um, especially for this next generation. The, the comic that we have right now, it's for everybody to see anyone who comes in the discord but soon enough it'll be just for holders um but there's a lot of great art in there and you know there's this is just the beginning yeah um you, you kind of hinted at it earlier about profit sharing and everything and how you're giving kind of value back into the community could you maybe go into a bit more depth of how that's going to happen and maybe give an example of how that's happening what yeah your plans we have um yeah yeah right now i mean Right now, we take a good chunk of the mint proceeds and put them right back in the community. We have uh, giveaways all the time in our Discord. Um, random giveaways, just hop in there and uh, enter into a giveaway. Or we also have uh, games that we play, right? So we have, with our card chorks, we have uh, card chork blackjack. We have the Texas Hold'em right now. So there are giveaways included in that, and that those are you know, just proceeds from our mint going right back to the community. Um, and in the future, um, when we do mint our next phase, our season one, episode one is like the official first large NFT mint. Um, 
We're gonna have toll gate giveaway. So every 10% of the mint that is sold, we give right back to the community. We we have a certain percentage of the proceeds that'll go right back in huge giveaways. So you can only imagine with a pretty large collection what size giveaways those will be, and it should drive um, it should drive a lot of fun for the the community. Yeah, I'm really excited. That that makes me um, even more bullish on the future, especially becoming a holder myself. Because normally I'll have uh, people on the podcast and maybe learn more about it and i'm a bit hesitant to maybe because since obviously this is a relatable podcast this is supposed to be for people that don't have all the crypto in the world just to blow like i don't think any uh nft whale is listening to this but uh (laughs) i can i can tell that this is something that i'm looking forward to be like joining the community and being a shork or maybe even uh, future art kind of holder, if that makes sense. So I'm pretty excited. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it's not going to be small giveaways either. I'll just let you know, it's going to be pretty large giveaways. Um, so much better. Each, yeah. <laughs> at each, at kind of each 10%, uh, subsequent, subsequent 10% that we sell. Um, yeah. we've also, um, talked, I won't, um, say anything for specifics just because that's not been discussed nor completely planned, but I mean, in the future as well, um, being that we do plan to make so many, um, like physical products, um, and have, you know, I mean, we're going to have to have, um, a real, you know, tangible business and license behind it, um, to, you know, produce anything to be sold physically, um, and we do obviously want that to be connected to the NFTs as well. Um, in, in the same way as you would have stockholders, right? Like you, we, if you are owning our, you own our collections, I mean, you own part of that as well. So. Yeah. Awesome. That's this even more reason to join the community and everything, but on kind of the community aspect and giving back and allowing uh, more people inside the community to kind of have a, voice or more people to join and especially with like future growth and everything um could you kind of go into why you chose solana over ethereum it kind of it might be like a quick answer but is, is there yeah. like is it just sim- uh, simplicity or what's it all what's the reason uh we wanted honestly it was we, we went back and forth on it uh a lot and obviously uh in the beginning of 2022, you know, Ethereum was the premier network for NFTs. Um, but we obviously, we saw the struggles with the gas wars and the pricing, and we wanted a lower barrier to entry for our community members. We wanted to enable more people to come into our community um, and enjoy kind of enjoy the collective and enjoy the art that we're putting out there. Um, we we so so that was the main thing the barrier to entry and enabling community and in the future you know we'll we'll see how it goes we are always watching the market conditions keeping track of everything so uh, we we might not stay on Solana forever but we are here right now and you know we're definitely going to make a big impact yeah awesome I especially um, my kind of view is that obviously Ethereum kind of has the first mover advantage. And just like you said, there's such a high barrier of entry to Ethereum. It really kind of uh, excludes a lot of people that want to get into NFTs and everything. So especially with what you all are trying to do with this project, I think Solana is a 
kind of amazing choice, especially since just lower fees and everything. Just it's just easier to get in. Like it's not you don't have to pay hundreds of dollars of gas just to yeah. join a community if you <laughs> if you want to. So exactly, and I think uh, the tides are changing here. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you know there are now uh, there there's projects on the Ethereum that are based off of Solana projects coming out. So, you know, things are changing in this space and it's just, it's, it's a matter of keeping our finger at the pulse and making sure that we're aware of everything that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Especially kind of on that topic with you all continuing to build and uh, being ready at any time to uh, move over to Ethereum or anything like that. Um, there's a lot of talk. If anyone, if any of the viewers have, or go ahead, uh, go ahead and join the Discord, especially just read the white paper or anything like that. There's a lot of talk about seasons and many different episodes. Could you kind of explain maybe an example of a season or why you kind of use that terminology for your NFT collection? So um, a season is a year. Um, it's uh, just a, the, ter- the what we've what we've chosen to use for terminology um, because everything we want everything to feel kind of like a show. Um, like a TV show or, um, you know, just that comfortability and that, that, you know, kind of fun psychology of like, oh, what's coming next, right? What's, what's next week? Um, mm-hmm. Episode wise, we leave that, that's our, our collections. So each collection is an episode, um, our main collections, our card shark and any other like smaller mints that we do for game purposes. Um, those aren't considered episodes in our seasons. Um, those are just our big ones. Um, but all the terminology we try to use tends to come from TV shows and movies and things like that. I am a huge nerd and lover of pop culture. So um, any chance I get to make those references and metaphors, I will take it. Um, so, I mean, even the rules in our Discord and stuff like that, they're all based off movies and TV shows. Um, you know, like I know people say ride or die or they say diehards, but we call him Bruce Willis because that just makes fun, makes sense to me. So um, we like to play with that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah, it adds that familiarity to it um, and that comfortability of, you know, sitting and watching your favorite TV show every week. Yeah. And not only that, I can tell from the project that especially with something like seasons and like kind of even more in depth with episodes, you can kind of track the history of the project as it builds on, if that makes sense. So that's what I'm excited for too, is because you're able to visually see the growth, not only just with the collection and the amount of members that uh, join the community and everything like that, we're able to go back and be like, this is where you, this is where the project started. You can see like, I'm I'm assuming each new season will improve as you all go on. So that's another, that's, that's another reason why I'm pretty excited, but um, for kind of more terminology that's inside the community, do you all care to explain what a membership is? Yeah, so we have um, we have kind of you know the membership into the collective is what we like to call it, and that is you know by owning one of the NFTs, you are a member, and this is going to help down the road when we have uh, more in real life utility. You know, we're gonna we're planning on having events, we're planning on having an art gallery down the road. I mean, these things are really important to us and kind of like the backbone of what we want to do. Um, and and that's kind of the benefit it gives. Eventually we will have, or we already started building out kind of different tiers of the membership. And obviously the higher tier, the, the more benefits you get. So we're kind of building towards that as well um, with the holders, because we want to pay pay back the the people who believed in us the most 
uh, during all these months. Yeah, awesome. Uh, I think it's it's a it's not like a super unique concept. But the thing is, with especially with the membership, it gives an, uh, some or people another reason to join and feel like they're a part of something special. If that makes sense, even though it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just simple, just as like a simple membership makes people feel uh, just like a part of it and everything. So that's that's great to see. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of even more terminology, just to learn more about the details of the project and everything. Um, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of talk about like the Icon Network. Do any of you all care to kind of explain that more thoroughly? Yeah, yeah, sure, absolutely. And and we have. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, we we joined the Icon Network as partners, and it's kind of a whole hub of part uh, of projects. And there are multiple partners that we have access to now. So we are actually we're. we're You'll notice in our Discord server, we have Soul and verification. We use them exclusively for a lot of verification, certain bots that we actually keep uh, metrics off of for Discord members, uh, NFT staking, things like that. So as soon as our mint was sold out, our staking went live pretty much immediately. Um, we have rapid enablement of you know, these dev tools that are open to us. Like I said, verification, role staking, um, we have access to a finance team, advisors, marketing, and this only allows us to grow faster and quicker, a little more agile, and definitely kind of, it's it's a win-win situation for all of our partners that are part of it. Awesome. Yeah, I can tell um, there's, there's stuff similar to that kind of with like podcasting and everything. There's like a podcasting group that everyone kind of helps each other learn more about podcasting, maybe even get um, help get guests. And especially with certain genres, people like to join together and help each other mm-hmm. out. And I can tell that by joining kind of like the icon network, not only does it give you all like someone kind of like a helping hand, especially with just uh, expanding and um, getting like that verification you just talked about. It also kind of gives you someone just to kind of hold your hat on and talk to and maybe expand on ideas and get more people that are serious about the space to help work on the project. And you're not just getting it, getting people off the street. You're getting it from like a verified source, which that's, that's really great to see. And I'm happy you all have decided to join that and do all that. Definitely. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's a, it's a win-win for both of us for the different partners as well as us. And, you know, we are, we have adopted the, the icon token, and that token is used in all partner projects. So there's one, one main token um, and all the tokenomics behind it and the staking, everything that goes into that. And that was, again, that was enabled for us very rapidly. And that'll be used in the future for across networks. And it'll be used for merch, for different things within discords, uh, potentially NFTs down the roads, a lending protocol, um, just a lot of value that was instantly brought into our community. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's great to hear. And kind of on that topic of joining something bigger than yourself to help grow and kind of get better with the project. What, what would you all say you all kind of are focusing on to help prepare this project to last a long time and, kind of become a well-known project like what are your main things you're focusing on right now we focus where our strengths are um which is i think why it does work so well 
Um, again, I'm super ADHD, so I'm really good at multitasking and doing a lot of little things um, in the backside of stuff. And then as well as just kind of pumping out artwork. My focus is always going to be that everybody's having a great time um, and that the artwork is great. And, you know, trying to meet deadlines is always my... <laughs> my biggest hurdle really with my brain but um even though I can do stuff so fast but um yeah I mean my biggest thing is definitely about keeping everything just on this steady kind of course forward and just developing my skills in content creation art creation um and my understanding of back-end stuff in the development side of things um knowledge is power so I'm just focusing on learning exactly yeah same here I'm I just I'm just con continuing to learn um, everything there is about the space and, um, and, and continuing to kind of grow and strategize on how to make our collective uh, grow and be, be happy. Again, having fun, being happy, getting value out of, your, uh, out of the project. I mean, that's, that's, I'm very focused on that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a great aspect to have for like a collection like this and um to talk about what our doggy said about continuing to get better like your art as you go along i had uh josh gordon from the unstoppable domains podcast uh on the podcast a couple weeks like about two weeks ago i would say and he mentioned the fact that just because you are focused on making a bunch of content and some people say that uh quality is better than quantity he, he mentioned that you have to understand the only way you make good quality content is by making so much content you learn from like every single piece of content you make and then eventually you understand how to make good quality if that makes sense like i've i learned that from especially doing podcasting episodes it might be uh it might feel like you're rushed or some episodes might not feel like they're as good as some others but you kind of learn more about yourself and about your art, like the more you do it, if that makes sense. So I'm really excited to see like the growth as you all go along. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, you, 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 the only way you can get better at anything is by doing it. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, take your time and, 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 and do a good job, but at the same time, um, you know, you got to make your choices and move forward. Um, something I learned tattooing is you know I mean I have one shot right when I'm doing a tattoo I got one shot to do things right um if I mess it up I mess it up permanently and I mean it's kind of the same in this space um so I've learned to get over you know the things that I do quote unquote wrong um and just learn from it and look at it like okay like when I'm tattooing it's something like okay I tried to do that with those two colors and that didn't really turn out the shade I wanted it to or that shape didn't quite make sense or whatever it was. Um, I can't sit there and just beat myself up for it. It still looks good. Maybe I feel like I could do it better next time now because I learned, but you know, it still looks good. There's no point sitting here and beating myself up for it, but I got to keep going and keep doing more stuff. Otherwise, you know, I'm not going to learn anything. So it's the same in this stuff. Um, that's why, I mean, I've, I've worked on three or four other projects since I initially drew the the first um version of our shorts um and so i mean you know after hand drawing you know so many different traits and stuff like that for so many different projects and so many different styles um i just i learned so much um 
and you know it was like i if i can do it better i i owe it to everybody to do it better so i redid it i also find being able to um you know to build on somebody else's ideas you know it's something i learned in tattooing as well you know you see what other people do and you have to be able to tear it apart and break it down to its pieces um because once you recognize the pieces and how they're put together it's easier to find the best way to put those pieces together um because then you understand what it, what it's all made of so you know in the same way as i do it in tattooing is kind of the same thing you know look at what everybody else is doing see where the mistakes are and where the where the where the growth is and and what's important and what works and what doesn't work and then you know build on those ideas and create something with a better foundation and something that you know is going to work yeah that that's just that's almost like amazing that's music to my ears to hear yeah. I, i already kind of used that terminology um before kind of in this episode but it's just i i really am it, it really kind of warms my heart to see that so, someone is in the uh nft space like working and continuing to build on uh your skills and everything like that i'm really excited for the future um but kind of with the future in mind if you all uh you all can each answer this if you, if you feel feel free to but if you could have one thing you're most excited for about the project what would that be oh sure i'll let you talk i just was speaking <laughs> that's a uh, that's a tough one honestly because each time i think that i'm excited for the next generation of art and what that's about to become i kind of get blown away with an update by art talkie or something so it's 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 a moving target um with the art from because for me i'm not that artistic um but i'm always excited to see what's what's coming next from art donkey's uh mind it's it's amazing thank you <laughs> um, <laughs> i would say what am i most excited for like legit honestly with with what's in my head it's all of the games um you know uh the the ideas that i have for um an nft based board game um are just i you have no idea i have so many things rolling around in my brain it's going to be so much fun um what i've kind of realized i guess um you know being involved in all this stuff re- more recently is that um nfts are kind of a space where i feel like um i feel like millennials and and some younger people i'm a millennial myself um that we we kind of got screwed in a lot of ways generationally um especially financially um, so i mean there's a big draw to to the money side of things obviously for anybody i think it would be um pretentious and crappy of someone to sit in an nft podcast and not say they're interested in money obviously <laughs> but um you know so let's all just be honest come on but uh but for me um i've realized that kind of like my generation of human beings and the younger people um we kind of are like well you know we probably won't get to own a house and stuff like that so i'm going to you know go to work and do what i got to do but also i really love juvenile fun things and video games and like nerdy things cuz we find joy in it you know um and so i feel like NFTs are this amazing mix of you know that kind of our childhood with like the video gaming and all of the fun art and you know that I means so many people do like pixel art and stuff like that that is just such a callback to like my bones of you know video gaming and stuff like that um and so yeah you've got this mix of like finance <laughs> and 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 like stock market play and then this hilarious side of like 
you know, the, 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 the fun and the, the bright colors and the like, oh, I want to play a game, you know? And we're all drawn to that like ADHD, like sparkles and magic. Um, but then we're like, yeah, but I'm still an adult because there's money involved, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really bringing together so many different communities. And that's kind of what decentralization is all about, right? We, you know, instead of just one community, a specific subset even, of a community, it is multiple communities within a community and kind of bridging that gap and all having a common interest. And it's, it's, I think it's the future and it's just really interesting to see. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate that you kind of give a realistic view into not only just like the community and everything, but it is good to every now and then everyone be honest with themselves. I think everyone first, maybe a lot of people got into NFTs because of the art, but a lot of people first learned about it because a rock sold for like $600,000 and they're like, no way, let me, let me get more into this or whatever. But especially with kind of the current market and everything, how would you all say you're kind of dealing with controlling the community and building inside a NFT collection when kind of prices all around you are like falling? Well, we, our first, um, our card trick mint, which was our first official mint, was a very small, uh, a very small mint. It was only 222 pieces, and it was a very low barrier to entry at the time. It was, I think, 0.25 soul. Um, so, you know, again, low, low barrier to entry, and we knew that the price of soul was going down, and we just wanted everyone to be able to purchase it. So we didn't even set a super high uh, price for it because we weren't trying to necessarily make a ton of money off this one. We wanted to bring the community together and see kind of like a sneak peek almost into the art and what's to come uh, in our collective. Awesome. Yeah. I like how not you, since you only have like a small mint out, um, it's good to see that you're not folk or obviously it's important to worry about the price of yep. the asset or whatever, but it's good to see that not only, just because the prices might be falling all around, uh, depending on whatever asset class you might look at, because honestly, everything's falling, but um, it's good to see that you all are still continuing to expand on your project and everything like that. Yeah. And <laughs> most, most projects, you know, might shudder in times like this in difficult times, but we're building stronger than ever for for now and for the future you know we want to be a stable a stable project in any economy so we want to be able to give it back to to everyone yeah awesome and kind of um giving back and everything and expanding and making the uh, making the collection as big as <laughs> big as possible um if you could do one thing with the project completely unrealistic like a dream of, I want, I, I kind of excited to see what both of you all have to say about this, but if you could have one thing about the project, like super unrealistic, like what would that be? Like, what would your ultimate dream for the project be? Go ahead, sure. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't even know because anything that seems unrealistic in this space, we're, we're kind of achieving and we're moving towards um then i think that's the beauty of it uh, I, I, that might be a little bit of cop out but that's truly how i feel in this space and you know especially with the talented developers and obviously the ta talented artists we have anything is possible 
I feel like, uh, yeah, my, my big, biggest dream for the project is, um, is realistic because my biggest dream for the project is that it becomes the brand that I envision it to be. Um, you know, I want to know that, you know, half the world knows what the big bike collective is or is wearing a shirt or is, you know, owns a NFT or owns a board game or owns, you know, something that we've done, you know, <laughs> I mean, look at cards against humanity. They sold one game and everybody knows it. Um, you know, and, and the way that they branded that, I mean, I know a lot of people might look at it and think it's simplistic, but they branded it very well. Also, you know, if you see that box, you know, the box, if you see, you know, the cards, you know, the cards. So even though it's simple, simple branding, it's still branding. And I think that part of what a lot of other projects miss is that branding aspect of it is what makes us unique. What are we, where's the consistency in the content, um, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, I think for me, yeah, biggest dream would be that it becomes the brand I envision it to be. And I just don't think that that's unrealistic though. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely possible, especially on the merch side. If a lot of people, uh, love, just love repping whatever they own. And if they, especially when you all start, uh, do making some shork merch, feel free to let me know. I would love to rock a shork, but, um, Absolutely. we have 3d printed sharks. <laughs> Ooh, or is it are they just for the community is that kind of like a community uh they're only sold thing? in our discord oh wow <laughs> so yeah if anyone's listening that's another reason to uh go ahead and join the discord don't worry i'll have it in the episode description so yes and those were made um in partnership with a company that's actually local to where i live um and he will be uh working with us lots going forward um when I start prototyping board games and things like that, I'll need his help quite a bit. So, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Feel free to uh, let me know when all those announcements are going on. I'll, I would love to help uh, boost the message. But I have one more question for both of you all. I ask it to every podcast guest I have, and that question is: If you could have any superpower, what would it be, and why? Maybe my answer will inspire him a little bit because I kind of got a two-part answer here. Because of course, I like to talk too much. Um, <laughs> So I have two part answer for that. So when I was a kid, I had a different answer than I do now. Uh, my mom actually broke her back when I was nine years old. So when I was a little kid, my, my biggest uh, wish for a superpower would be to heal people because I uh, didn't want her to be hurt, obviously. But now I'm a lot more juvenile than that. So I think something like, um, I, would, I think I'd like to either be able to fly because I'm afraid of heights. So if I could fly, there would be no reason to ever be afraid of heights again. Um, or it would be super strength because, well, that would just come in handy so often. I have not been strong enough to do a thing. So <laughs> I thought, honestly, you're going to say the same thing that I was going to say. So my superpower, I think would be to know what people want before they want it. Um, it, it's kind of a testament to what we're doing here at the big bike collective. And, you know, we're, we're always trying to figure out what people want. And that also, I think helps people themselves because most of the time people don't know what they want. And once they do kind of finally figure it out, it's kind of a wake up call for them. So again, giving back and helping, uh, helping everybody. Haha, but little do you know, I already know what people want. I have to, <laughs> I have to read minds. It's my whole job. Exactly. Every person comes in and tells me, tells me what they want and they all use the same words and they all want something different. 
Yeah, I just want some of that. <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed you all uh, having having your all's uh, minds on the podcast today and learning more about it. But if there's anything you would like to tell the audience today, you, I'll, I'll kind of give you all the floor. Feel free to let the, let the audience know where they can find your all's social medias, how they can support the collection and everything. So I'll kind of let you all do that right now. Um, I would say biggest thing to, to know about us, um, the unfortunate thing being that everybody seems to say these things um, and nobody seems to really follow through, but we're not going anywhere. Um, this is something that I want to have last for a very long time. Uh, we're not trying to, you can tell by our first collection and how small it was and exclusive it was. This is not about us making a ton of money and then bailing. Um, we have... We have plans and we want to build something with everybody involved. It's not about us looking cool. Um, you know, there's enough rock stars in the tattoo industry. I don't like dealing with them here too. So um, this is this is something we want to do for a long time. Um, right now, uh, if you're looking for us, you can find us on Twitter um, at Big Bite Co. Um, that's probably the easiest way to find us. And then our Discord link is there as well. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't know sure of anything else. Yeah, no, I'll just echo that, you know, we're we're here to stay and we're constantly building and you know, there's just a lot of fun in the Discord. There's a lot of giveaways, there's a lot of great art and there's a lot of great people, most importantly, right? So we're going to pay everyone back um over time with with owning part of our company because that's essentially what it is is you're a shareholder and we always want to give back to the shareholders and build that value of our underlying asset for the shareholders. So yeah, I'm excited for the future. It's, 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 it's looking bright and you know, with our partners, our partner projects, everything is looking really great and I'm really excited to see where we go. Can't wait to follow you all with this uh, uh, NFT collection journey and everything, but I really can't uh, reiterate enough how much I appreciate you all coming on today. I think not only do I enjoy learning more about collections, especially from the uh, creators themselves. I think it really uh, gives the project more personable feel when you're actually hearing from the people that are working behind it. And obviously, I think the audience appreciates that uh, as well, because I've seen a lot of growth with uh, these interviews because people love learning about uh, NFT collections, especially the people behind them. But I really can't just <laughs> say it again. Thank you all for coming on, especially uh, also the audience. Thank you all for listening today. I really appreciate it. You all are the whole reason we are here today. But if you did uh, learn something about this episode or from this episode and kind of want to learn more, feel free to share this with your friends and leave five stars on Spotify as well. Uh, it really helps the podcast here grow because um, – by leaving five stars, it lets Spotify know that, hey, even though this small podcast uh, doesn't have an insane amount of followers, they're seeing a lot of good feedback. And also feel free to follow um, not only uh, uh, Art Donkey and Sherv's social media as well as the Big Bite Collective. Feel free to follow uh, uh, NFT Nation on our social medias as well. It is at NFT underscore nation underscore podcast. We'll have the link tree in the description for that as well. But I just want to thank everyone again for watching and uh Sherv and Art Donkey, you have anything you want to say before we head out here? Uh just thank you so much and thank everybody else so much. Yeah, thank you. See you guys soon. Awesome. <laughs> See you guys.